Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, and Paul is going to point us as a motivation of ministry to the future. Remember, in chapter 4, we thought about what motivated Paul for ministry. I think we continue that theme into chapter 5 and recognize that he closes chapter 4 thinking about the unseen and the eternal. So now Paul is going to build on this theme of the future, what is eternal. And first, as he thinks about the future, he points us as a motivation for ministry to the assurance of the resurrection. Now, as Paul talked about suffering and his earthly house, he is going to point to a resurrected body that we will one day receive. Notice verse one. We know that if our earthly house, this tent is destroyed, we have a building from God, a house not made with hands, eternal in the heavens. Now notice how Paul pictures this resurrected body. It is a building, not a tent, verse one. It is from God. It is a house not made with hands, but made by God. It is eternal, and it is in the heavens. And then notice verse number two, it is from heaven, much different than this earthly body. And Paul in verse six says, we're confident knowing that while we are at home in the body, this body, we're absent from the Lord. We're going to walk by faith, not by sight, but we're confident and well pleased rather to be absent from this body and to be ultimately present with the Lord. Paul says, hey, there's an assurance of a resurrected body. Then Paul points us to the judgment seat of Christ in verses 9 through 11. Paul says, hey, we're going to make it our aim to be well-pleasing to him because we're going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ. Now, the judgment seat of Christ is not a judgment of saved versus unsaved. This is a judgment for believers on their works. He says, we're going to appear before the judgment seat of Christ that each one may receive the things done in the body according to what he has done, whether good or bad. So this is a judgment. Paul points us to the future as a motivation for ministry. Then Paul challenges us in the present. Now, as we think in verses 12 through the end of this chapter, verse 21, Paul is going to to point us and say, look, this is not about us. We're not commending ourselves, verse number 12. So what is it that keeps Paul going? Verse 14, the love of Christ compels us. Christ's love compels us in ministry. Notice in verse 15, and he died for all, that those who live should live no longer for themselves, but for him who died for them and rose again. Paul says, not only does love compel me, but the death of Christ compels me. 2 Corinthians 5.15 is my life verse. He died for all. Because he died for me and because I now live, I have Christ in my life. I am challenged to no longer live for myself, but for him. Paul then says, look, I'm not going to judge people according to the flesh, but if anyone is in Christ, verse 17, he is a new creation. So love compels us. His death compels us. The fact that we are a new creation should compel us to proceed and to persevere in ministry. Then, number four, the reconciliation of God should cause us to persevere in ministry. Now, verse 18, now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is, that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Just as we have been reconciled, now we're called to reconcile others to God through Jesus Christ. And then verse 20, we are also ambassadors. 
We're ambassadors. And notice what he says. It is though as God were pleading through us, we implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. And then verse 21, I love this verse. For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. If there is a number uh, six on this, it is the truth that Paul's motivated because he was made righteous in Christ. 